Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. We had uh, Daniel on, but Daniel had some things come up. And I, I hope it's that he's on TV with somebody because he does that from time to time. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> so proud of him. But uh, he had to cancel, so we're going to take it on our own. And I think you're going to, I hope that I've got some things here that are going to inspire you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And when we do this today, I am taking scripture from the prayer of Jabez <clears throat> because I feel it is kind of my little prayer here for the show that it can make them meet the mission that it, I believe it was set out to meet. And uh, it isn't for me, but it's for the glory of God. And hopefully as a beacon unto this world especially in America. For such a time as this, O most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you as a body of believers across this nation. We may be a small number, but we have power in you. You are our Savior, our Creator, the all-powerful, almighty God. May we humble ourselves before you now as we should. Father, our hearts are heavy for the burdens and the sin that has plagued this country, and we know that a good part of that is because of our apathy. So I pray now, Father, for forgiveness of that. And Father, as Jabez, I never, I know there was great controversy over this book that was written about his prayer. But his prayer was very simple, and it was humble. And who of us that does not want to succeed, but who of us wants to give our, our victories to you? Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and encourage, enlarge my territory, let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Father, you didn't see it as selfish. You saw it as humble. May we be that as well. Put before us a path of those you would have us to reach out to. Those of us who need your blessings to grow our territory, not for our glory, but for yours, Father. This nation needs your people, and I fear that your people are afraid. Give us boldness and courage and wisdom, and most of all, love, that we might share the gospel in love, that we might live the gospel in love, 
It is for such a time as this, Father, I ask that you will bless today's show. May I encourage others and inspire them through the words that I have and the words that I read and in your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Shuffling through the news can be discouraging. Have you ever noticed that? (laughs) I wonder if other Americans see the corruption as I do. I wonder this every morning. And am I of any service as a mouthpiece to rally the troops, so to speak, to encourage the American Christians out there? And Rudy asks me every morning if I have a teaser for the morning show. Today I say, I got nothing yet. I got nothing. <laughs> Later on he replies, well, I don't know, if, but I have some quotes. I'm not sure if they'll fit today's show. And at that time we did not know that uh, uh, Daniel was going to be canceling. And so he laid those quotes on my desk. And it has been my experience that if I'm looking for inspiration, I need to look no further than a few of the quotes from our founding fathers and scriptures from our creator father. George Mason said this, When the same man or set of men holds the sword and the purse, there is an end of liberty. We don't have to go back very far in our memory to realize what Congress has done, both the Senate and the House, with the omnibus bill. Oh, there were a few of them that voted against it. But once again, there was an end of liberty. They had control of the sword and the purse. Thomas Jefferson said, When all government shall be drawn to Washington as the center of all power, it will become as oppressive as the government from which we separated. Where do you see us today, America? I have a bond within me for each of you. I don't know your names. It's as if I make up your faces. I can see you sitting there. Listening and wondering, (laughs) what is that woman talking about? We, the people, have lost our way. We believe these elected in D.C. have power over us. But the only power they have is that which we grant to them, either by forfeiting an apathetic nature of man or by ignorance. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide their guards, new guards for their future security. Declaration of Independence. I'll back up in that same document. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. He was talking about women, too. Let's not get nitpicky, okay? That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. 
They have no power unless we consent it to them. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, what are those ends? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such a form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Yesterday I shared just a snippet of an article suggesting that we need a modern-day declaration of independence. But do we have a Thomas Jefferson today, or a John Adams, or a Benjamin Franklin? Do we have those men today, or women? I believe we do, somewhere out there. But will we be so bold and so brazen as to stand up? Will they be so bold and brazen? There is one topic after another in the news, and each title confirms my fears. We are living in absolute despotism that our founding fathers fought against. In fact, I believe today it is worse. And the words from Benjamin Franklin's speech that I shared with you yesterday, he spoke to the convention as they were voting on the Constitution. I believe his words have come full circle. I'll share those with you when we come back. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio, and yes, we have some news I think you need to know about, and we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promised to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. Before we hit the news, I do want to finish this. I know I read it to you yesterday, but this is just a little snippet from the speech that um, Ben Franklin wrote and had somebody else read because he was in such poor health to the Constitution Convention, you know, the number one when. He says, in these sentiments, sir, I agree to this Constitution with all its faults, if they are such, because I think a general government necessary for us, and there is no form of government but what may be a blessing to the people, if well administered, and believe farther that this is likely to be well administered for a course of years. And can only end in despotism, as other forms have done before, when the people shall become so corrupted as to need despotic government, being incapable of any other. What do you think he meant by that? And do you believe, as I, that this has come full circle? We are under tyranny. There is no doubt in my mind that America is under tyranny. The Congress, they mention the Constitution upon times, once in a while, but they don't follow it. They don't take the oath to the Constitution that you and I know and love. They take an oath to an incorporation. I have told you about this last Friday, the Supreme Court was to make a decision whether to look at and even consider looking at this lawsuit, Raylan J. Branson versus Almas S. Adams. Basically, what this was, and he had it well put together, it should have been looked at. But it was regarding the 2020 election and the derelict of duty of many in Congress, both Republican and Democrat, who refused to investigate any of the complaints that were made over the 2020 election, which then, therefore, made this man's vote, your vote, my vote, pretty much mute. 
because they stole an election. If they did not steal an election, if there is nothing to be feared of, then why not do the investigation? Why not expose all the things that have been accused as lies? But instead, they refuse to look at it. And then the media will tell you uh, they found nothing. Well, they found nothing because they didn't look. For we know those who have investigated on their own individuals, such as Mike Lindell and Dr. Frank and others, many, many others, that there was a problem. There was a problem. And the election was stolen. But the Supreme Court made the decision to not look at this any further. There are some others coming up with the same thing. His was the first. We will see what happens. It is an abomination that the Supreme Court refused to look at any of them. They didn't have to rule other than say, this needs to be further investigated. I will send it to Congress. Of course, then we got the little, you know, like volleyball or badminton, you've got the birdie going back and forth and back and forth. Moving on. I had, uh, I have a little thing here about the House rules. A couple of them. And we will talk about Joe Biden and how he just happened to have a few boxes of uh, classified documents from his presidency. The House passes the rules package, and here's what the conservatives won. (laughs) The conservatives won, you know? I mean, it's just like, just the titles infuriate me. The other one, it's talking about the House passes the bill to claw back the $80 billion on the IRS expansion. And, of course, they're claiming that if they do this, Janet Yelton says that uh, that th- there's no reason for it. The IRS is just it's going to cause all the rich people not to pay their taxes. Well, I guess she ought to know. She's a rich people. Isn't she a rich people? But I wanted to look a little bit at these, um, at the rules package. It says the official House rules package, which all but one Republican voted for. I want to know who that one was. Do you know who that one was? Yes, Tony Gonzalez from Texas. What? Yeah. Tony's a good guy. He didn't vote for these? Nope. Hmm, maybe Tony's not such a good guy, or maybe they're not as good as we thought. Okay, but it, what happened is it's includes a single-member motion to vacate the chair as well as the requirement that tax increases receive 60% support from becoming law. Got that? In other words, only one person needs to stand up and say, we need to uh, change the chair. (laughs) And then again, 60% need to vote to change a law. Or becoming a law, excuse me, make a law. The rules also require that legislation have only one subject and gives members 72 hours to read the bills. Now, I think they should have thrown in there that it's only allowed to be no more than 12 pages. That's me. 
It should not be longer than the Constitution of the United States of America. There's only one reason to do that, and that is to confuse the American people and to include all the pork and the perks and everything else that they want in it. Republicans are also creating a new subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government under the House Judiciary Committee. Now, it goes on to say here, you are going to have to trust the people that are put on this committee. And I'll tell you what, if there's something fishing going on, fishy going on, I'll come out of the SCIF and tell you. But a lot of it will be behind closed doors. It will be classified information. If we find anything illegal or unconstitutional, we will bring it forward, says Republican Kentucky Representative Thomas Massey. That's what he told Tom, uh, Tucker Carlson. However, we most provisions negotiated by the leadership team and the GOP holdouts are not included in the rules package voted on by the members. Now, it says McCarthy named Florida Representative Don- Byron Donalds to the GOP steering committee over the weekend, making him the second Freedom Caucus member along with Arizona Representative Debbie Lesko on the panel. The steering committee doles out committee assignments to the Republican conference writ large. The steering committee chose Tennessee Representative Mark Green, also a member of the Freedom Caucus, to lead the the House Homeland Security Committee on Monday. Green beat out the Texas Rep. Dan Crenshaw, a McCarthy ally and staunch critic of the Freedom Caucus. He doesn't want the Freedom Caucus to have any kind of committee meeting, committee uh, uh, seats. Crenshaw, from what I have understood and what little we've seen, is a rhino. He is out to take care of Dan, not his constituents. So those of you listening in Texas, I have to help. I can't help but wonder why you elected him again. Anyway, he goes on here and he says, they should be represented like all the other caucuses, but they shouldn't have more than any other members have. We should have equal representation on these committees. That's coming from the New York representative, Nicole Malatakis. She told she was speaking to the Dispatch of Freedom Caucus Committee appointments. It's amazing to me. Of course, that sounds a little bit like sour grapes. So, <laughs> so much for those that were sitting there cleaning the erasers for McCarthy. You know, the teachers, the brown nosers, the uh, teachers' pets. They obviously didn't get the committees they wanted, and the twenty that were holding out, continuing to make agreements with um, with uh, McCarthy seem to do pretty well. And I didn't see where Matt Gates is on anything. But it's kind of been interesting what's taking place here. And Gonzalez did say the possibility of defense cuts is coming. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that. I don't know why it's always defense that they think they have to cut. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So Texas Representative Tony Gonzalez cited the possibility of defense cuts in a Sunday interview explaining his lone GOP opposition to the rules package. So you were right. Rudy was right. We always hate it when that happens, but Rudy was right. But as I go on and read this statement from him, when you have aggressive Russia and Ukraine, you've got a growing threat of China and the Pacific, you know. Well, he goes on to says, I'm going to visit Taiwan here in a couple of weeks. How am I going to look at our rallies, our allies in the eye and say, I need you to increase your defense budget, but yet America is going to decrease ours? This is what he told uh, Margaret Brennan on the Face the Nation. So, we've got problems here in America. And he's not the first. You know, if you remember, Pelosi made a big parade. You know, she went to Taiwan. He's going to Taiwan. He's going to visit Taiwan. How does he explain our positions here? To them, what about visiting America, Mr. Gonzalez? What about going to Montana? What about going to Wyoming, Missouri? What about visiting America where we have bureaucrats taking land from American citizens? What about doing that? How do we explain that? I don't care how you explain anything to Taiwan. How do you explain it to the American people? Oh, Beth, you just don't understand, he would say to me. Really? When was the last time we ever heard anybody in D.C. talk about property rights, private property rights? When was that? I don't recall at any time recently. Do you? Well, the House passes a bill to claw back the $80 billion for the IRS, as I mentioned earlier. And they're talking about how that's going to just allow all the rich not to pay their taxes. Well, who created those loopholes? Fix the daggum loopholes. Don't. Hire $85 billion, $85 uh, billion uh, dollars and 80, I don't know how many, how many, 87,000 new agents. And which rich are they talking about? Are they talking about Al Sharpton? He doesn't ever pay his taxes. Are they talking about Nancy Pelosi? She's very rich. What about Jesse Jackson? How about Liz Cheney? What about, what about Schumer? McConnell. What about some of these rich people who create those tax laws? Do you see where I'm going here? They create the laws that they complain that the rich people find loopholes in. Donald Trump got up and admitted that he uses the loopholes. Who wouldn't use the loopholes? Of course, he doesn't fill out his own taxes, folks. He's got accountants that do that. And many of you do, even though you have simple taxes. You go to someone else to have them filled out. 
and you expect them to do the very best they can to keep you from paying as little as possible, right? And yet you gasp if Donald J. Trump, the businessman, <laughs> finds a loophole, keeps a little of his own money. When was the last time we had a president of the United States that didn't take a salary? It was Donald Trump, that's when. Not Joe Biden. No, Joe Biden's getting paid very well. Speaking of Joe Biden, he um, seems to uh, <laughs> have walked away with some documents. Oh, my goodness. That is just unforgivable, according to him, whenever it was uh, Donald J. Trump. Right? So, Joe Biden left classified documents in the old office. Attorney General Merrick Garland assigned a U.S. attorney to review the roughly 10 classified documents. Oh, there's only 10? <laughs> that were found in an old office of President Joe Biden. Just laying around there for all to see. And I'm thinking, why did it take him so long to find these things? Has anybody ever wondered that? The classified documents are from Biden's vice presidential office at the Penn Ben Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement in Washington, which is within close proximity of the Capitol Hill. The classified documents were found by Biden's personal attorneys just days before the midterm on November 2nd. Yet we're just now hearing about it. <laughs> Well, a review is currently being conducted by the Department of Justice. I have a lot of faith in them, don't you? After multiple classified documents were discovered at the Penn Biden Center of Diplomacy and Global Engagement at the University of Pennsylvania. The White House is cooperating with the National Archives and the Department of Justice regarding the discovery of what appear to be Obama-Biden administration records, including a small number of documents with classified markings. Well, it also seems to appear that um, some of these documents go along with some of the uh I'm going to say this incorrectly, so forgive me. China payments. <laughs> Having to do with China. And they just happen to be somewhere that only Joe Biden knew about. Maybe he forgot. Maybe he forgot. You know, he has problems. I will not deny that he has problems. I don't think it's uh, your everyday dementia. I think he's got some other serious problems, and they're able to... Because I had a mother with that. There was no medication that could really control it. And uh, so it's just kind of curious to me. Well, Jim Jordan is to lead the select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government under Biden. So they're going to go investigate. And I have a little, a little problem trusting everyone, even though I like Jim Jordan. <laughs> I liked Trey Gowdy, too. He made a lot of noise. Man, he went after Hillary. <laughs> Hillary's still around. 
Nothing happened. We know Hillary paid for the dossier, but nothing's going on. Nothing's happening. She committed treason against the United States of America. Not the United States Incorporated. The United States of America. But nothing ever happened. Trey Galley has a talk show now because he didn't want to be in Washington anymore. (laughs) Don't you find that funny, Rudy? He didn't want to be in Washington with the corruptness anymore. He couldn't put up with it. So now he does a talk show. And he interviews all the rhinos. (laughs) Well, Joe Biden has promised to refill our oil reserves at a profit. Now prices are too high. The Federal Reserve, um, the Federal Reserve Petroleum is at its lowest since 1983. Who was president in 1983? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who was that? Was that Carter? Carter's the one that let it deplete. Maybe Reagan was in 83, though. But because it was so low, Donald Trump filled her back up. But you see, they can't have America being secure. They can't have America being great. So they're destroying America at the border, in our energy sector, at home, on the land, everywhere you look. They're destroying America, the family, the education. Destroy, destroy, destroy. Yes, despotism complete. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call one 800 978 6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. 
Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. Hey, Pack Rat, yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800-761-3146. 800-761-3146. 800-761-3146. That's 800-761-3146. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have an article here. Bump stocks. So the court to the ATF gun grabbers. Bump stocks aren't machine guns and you don't make the rules. So that's pretty good, don't you think? A court actually came out to the ATF and says, machine guns aren't gun stocks and you don't make the rules. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives lacked the authority to declare non-mechanical bump stocks machine guns. And this is coming from the Fifth Court Circuit Court of Appeals last Friday. The decision was Cargill versus Garland in the latest example of the court's foiling attempts by the federal bureaucracy to exercise the legislative power the Constitution vests with Congress. But until the Supreme Court separates, the Supreme Court's separation of powers jurisprudence catches up with the runaway administration state, the Cargill victory holds limited import, import. Now, it went on to explain a little more about this and when it happened. If you remember when this happened, it was right after the Las Vegas massacre. And I got to thinking, I was talking to Rudy this morning, you know, we don't hear about that anymore. I guess the FBI is too busy. Fifty people were killed that day. Others were shot and wounded. I would say this massacre was a lot larger than the insurrection of the Temple of Democracy. But yet, we know very little about this. The guy killed himself upon getting caught. There was no way 
to the layman anyway, that this guy could have done it all from the windows he had perched on. How could he have done it all by himself? We never heard the reason why. Never heard anything. It just all went away. But that's when they decided to outlaw bump stocks. And President Trump was in on that. I think he overreacted. He caved into the emotional state of this. Not that it shouldn't have been emotional. It definitely is. But each time there's a tragedy or some kind of a criminal that does something, the rest of us get punished. We get restrictions. That's not the way it should be. Punish the people. Find out why and how he did this. But it all just went away. It all just went away. But this was a good thing right here. Whether it'll happen again, I don't know. But this particular court said to the ATF, bump stocks aren't machine guns and you don't make the rules. They don't make the rules. Thursday, I'm going to announce that we will have Mike Cutler on. And we are going to talk about the immigration. And we're going to get his opinion on it. I think we already know his opinion. I also want to apologize. Today we will go give a shout out. Yesterday was National Law Enforcement Day, and I did not know that, or I would have mentioned it. We love our law enforcement. We have a great sheriff here. Both Rudy and I have uh, friends and family that are in law enforcement in one way or another. And, uh, and we need them. We need them. And they do a great job. Now, also, I want to remind you, as I did yesterday, 2023 is going to be rough, folks. So if you spend any money, <laughs> spend it on Made in America. Spend it on Made in the USA products where the money stays. It's important that we do this. And I, I'm going to ask again that you pray for CSC Talk Radio. We need, we need the advertising revenue to stay on the air. Beth hasn't had a dime. Rudy comes in here and he, he buys the coffee sometimes. We don't get paid. It would be nice to get paid. <laughs> but obviously, after 11 years, you know that I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for the America. For you. For my grandchildren, your grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. Our posterity. It is only human nature that we have fallen the way that we have fallen. It's the way it always happens. It's a cycle. The Conscience of the Majority. This was written over 50 years ago by Barry Goldwater. The future can be as frightening as it is hopeful, as terror-ridden as it is exciting, and as positive as it is negative. It all depends upon our attitude and our commitment and our dedication as we embark and move along toward the challenges of tomorrow, which are also the challenges of today. The maintenance of individual freedom is the common denominator. It has always been man's greatest challenge and will forever fall in that category. If we base our efforts on the past, if we use the past, if we treat what has gone before merely as prologue, as something that 
we learned for the primary purpose of making us equal to the tasks that lie ahead, we will proceed firmly and surely. Probably the major reason why I have attempted to write this book, he's introducing a book, and the book is The Conscience of the Majority, to add to the library of conservative publications is that the utter and complete failure of so-called liberalism makes it again necessary for the people of this country to do some real thinking and searching for a philosophy and an application of that philosophy, which in their opinion will solve the problems of today and prevent the problems of tomorrow. I love that statement. The gigantic size of influence of the federal government against which conservatives have been warning for many years has grown almost completely out of hand. Well, Barry, it is out of hand. We are now living under a dictatorship, an oligarchy. They have been hiding information for years. They hid information about a vaccine and has caused great harm to the American people as well as people around the world, all for a dollar. They, we have had sit-ins by the government, our own elected officials, protesting against the Bill of Rights, which they apparently took an oath to protect. But they ordered pizza and they had a party. They continue to spend, spend, spend more money for all things except for the American people. They've taken away free markets and have given us free trade, which is free to everyone except America. We have sold out to China and sold out to other foreign countries, and now manufacturing is nearly dead in America. A land of opportunity is becoming a ghost town, like the Old West. The conscience of the majority. You know, we still are the majority. We're not as divided as they make us out to be. And it's time that the Americans and the American Christians bring America home. Home. Oh.